You're listening to The Bombad Generals. General? Oh. Hello, welcome to The Bombad Generals. Man, we hope you guys are having a great day. Uh, it's Seth. We're here with a new host, a Norwegian. Uh, came, came all the way from Norway, Matt mm-hmm. Bronson, also known as Zeus Juice. Matt, how are you? <laughs> Hi, hi, as they say in Norway, yes. Uh, I was all messed up, and this is actually our second attempt at uh, doing the recording, so apologies if this is coming out a little later uh, than we expected, even with the two-week delay, because, uh, yeah, time zones and uh, not looking at my phone because I'm unemployed and was just, you know, really constantly Playing Boulder's Gate. <laughs> no, not at this point. Just painting painting Star Wars miniatures. So some well, there you later. go. There you go. Yeah. I'm actually, while we talk, I will take a look. I want to see if we've had any uh, downloads from Norway in the history of this podcast. But that's beside the point. Um, today, what we were going to get into was actually kind of a throwback in the sense of bringing back an old segment, What Have You Been Running? Um, which we started with, and was, it's just kind of a good lead-in, talking about what some lists we've been running, and uh, using that as a jumping-off point. And I think it's especially good this time because you were at a really big store champ, a 32-person, uh, so... 32 capped, it wasn't, it didn't reach that much, but yeah. Oh, okay, okay, but uh, it was yeah. close though, right? It was, it was almost 32, I, I think it was I like 26 or something like that. Yeah, so. pretty good. A big event. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 23. Five rounds. I'm sorry, 27. Um, oh, there you go. And you were running Yoda and mm-hmm. a uh, Bark List, and then I was at a store champ a few weeks back before the move. Uh, I was only able to be there for one day. But this was when I was thinking I might go to GSG. I was doing a practice run of that list, which was also a Yoda list, but a very different Yoda list with a Yoda gun line. Uh, so we can kind of talk about our different experiences and it'll be a really good investigation because Yoda's pretty hot right now. He's having a lot of really good uh, tournament results. I think he just won, um, what's it called? Uh, Crucible, um, Mike Dash's Barry won that this weekend with a Yoda gun line similar to my Way to go, Mike. I'm glad Way we can go. convince him. I'm glad we can I think convince him. Bombad Corporal, we dubbed him. Yeah, um, we did, yes. Yeah, I don't know if he convinced him because he, he didn't he didn't take any of my advice on, you know, what I like to do with <laughs> That's the okay. That's, I just but. remember talking a lot about Yoda with him at Worlds uh, this past sure. year. So, yeah. we Yes. Yeah. He's a big, he was a big Anakin guy. So I'd like to think that we kind of got him onto the Yoda train. But yeah, Yoda's hot right now. And this is a good opportunity to look at kind of, I'd say the more traditional Yoda list, which is uh, the, what you've been running, the Yoda Chewy Barks, and also maybe the new wave uh, the Yoda list that's now in fashion with the Yoda gun line. The Yoda, yeah. making some waves. Yes, two so. very different play styles. And I mm-hmm. think both are like, which one, like, I think Yoda has his strengths and weaknesses in both. But um, I think there's, it's a lot different to learn. If you're playing Anakin, it's a lot easier coming, like, playing Yoda in the, in the gun line version than it is playing, like, the objective skew version. For sure. In my opinion. And I did look it up. We have had um, Norway is our seventh most downloaded Amazing. Country. Amazing. So uh, one of these is not too far away. So so perhaps you should uh, just go perhaps sh- I'll meet that person. Yeah. Go, go stop by. Just drop in. Hey, uh, <laughs> how you doing? It's Bombad Generals it's here. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, Seth. How did things go with uh, with Yoda Chewie at uh, whatever whatever your store champ was called? For sure. So um, the the store champ I went to was called Dust Bowl Bounty Hunters, which is a lot of like the, the tournaments they they have here in Oklahoma. And of course, my list the title of it was All Faithful um, because it's pretty much what I brought to Worlds. Um, cause I haven't got a ton of time to like experiment with different lists, a ton of time to like, again, like the, the gunline arc list that we we've talked about, um, haven't had a ton of time 
So I went in and was like, you know, I, I think I need, I need to win a store championship because I don't think my store championship previously was valid so, anymore. So I went in and was like, I just need to crush. Uh, and that I did. <laughs> so spoiler, I did get a store champion. Um, mm-hmm. a world's invite. So I was very thankful for that. Um, also the guys there are awesome. So Back to the list. Um, I I played a uh, Yoda Chewy list um, with three Phase Ones. Uh, two of them with Z Sixes with the medics, uh, and then one with the rocket. Um, unlike every other clone player, I did not bring Boil. <laughs> um, and then I brought uh, Echo with um, Strike Team, and then three Naked Barks um, right there for objectives. Yoda, uh, I normally bring, so I brought force push, of course, um, and the burst of speed. I normally bring saber throw, but I took out saber throw, which I actually regret, <laughs> um, because I wanted a more of a bid, um, because of tempest Wait, force. So did you run a naked force slot? I did. I only ran one, oh. two. Yeah. Yeah. I only ran two four slots on Yoda. Um, I know I am crazy, but hey, it worked out for me. And then Mm -hmm. Chewie, I just have recon intel on him. Um, And that's that's what I was running. So I think it was like 794 is what I was running. Yeah, Um, because you were 799, I feel like before. Yes. And then dropped the five points. So what was the thinking with no boil? Basically, I'm guessing can't find the points for it. And like your, your list isn't really that clone centric. You know, yeah, Yoda, Chewie are doing their thing, and then it's the Barks. And if you get a couple extra wounds on the clones, then eh, whatever. Yeah, I didn't want to give up the rocket because, um, like, I could either like replace a rocket for Boyle, um, but there's a lot of armor right now, so mm-hmm. I kept the rocket, which I'm very thankful I kept the rocket. And then um, I could have also traded out a medic um, for Boyle, and I decided against that just because the extra heals because of flexibility of either having the attrition battle and like keeping a clone alive or keeping Yoda alive, um, which then again, I did not regret again. <laughs> so, um, uh, a lot of my games were bloodbaths. Um, I believe all but one came down to kill points, which is very rare for objective skew Yoda. Um, but thankfully I, I did take it out all on kill points and that's where i i was very thankful for have the z6s with the medics um because of the attrition battle there um i won a lot of that attrition battle um spoiler alert like if you're rolling 10 dice 12 11 dice you're you're gonna roll good oh. mm-hmm. half the time at Gen- least i think yep. you're generally rolling a lot of dice so um, but let me let me recap some games. So the first game I played, yeah. um, it was a. I'm not going to go into detail about this game, but it was a. Um, um, it was I played a double bus triple swoop uh, list, and I was like, oh shoot, I didn't bring saber throw. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. Um, but with black suns in the buses, no, out of them? no black suns. They were they. Uh, it was a, like eleven axe. Um, 11 or 12. So I was running 9 acts going up against an 11 act. And I think there was like a lot of, there's some naked pikes um, in there. Um, there wasn't like a big, like the beefiest stuff was the buses. Um, mm-hmm. They they brought like the, the critical one gun. I'm sorry, not the critical one, the one with the six black dice. Right. And then also like the double tap um, astromech. Double tap droid frenzied gunner for the extra die as well. Yes. Oh, not the Frenzy Gunner. I don't think so. Wait, maybe. Yes, they did. It was was the Frenzy Gunner. Correct. So the buses did hit hard, but it was only like, what, two activations. And a lot of the time, again, spoiler alert, I was in heavy color. So it was, what, three, four hits max um, going through, if that. Um, So that was a a fun game. I think the mistake he made, he was a great player. Um, He said, I think he and I were both a little rusty just in the tournament scene. So we were kind of fumbling around and actually kind of came to time. Um, But he just ran his swoops in pretty fast and I dealt with his swoops before the rest of the army came in. So, but lost it. Like that was helpful for me because I can then even out the activations and then continue on um, going in. And then he left also like a naked pike out for the barks to just come in, touch, be able to touch the, the um, get him in no cover pretty much. And then the barks, all three just t- took out a whole unit. So that was 
that put me up on a on a uphill uh, that put him up on an uphill climb to win the game um and that was kp which i was a little worried with double buses but it worked out um the next game um i played this was this is where it got really interesting i was i actually was i was clenching my butt cheeks um at the end of the game <laughs> um because i played a blizzard force a double atsd blizzard force um and again this is where i regret not bringing um not bringing saber throw on yoda um and I, as the game progressed, I flew a ton of dice into one of the ATSTs and it just would not die. Um, actually saved really good. <laughs> it was saving really good. Um, but that that game, we were playing Bombing Run. Um, and it, I think he had two ATSTs and two bikes. So I don't think. And then I had, of course, my barks. So there was no problem of us, either of us scoring. Um, but at the so Yoda scored. I mean, not Yoda himself did not score, but all the barks scored and then hit one of the ATST scored and then his two bikes scored. So it was tied on victory points. Uh, and then it came down to um, and it was it was hemmed in. So, you know, oh, yeah, that, really. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy to score there for sure. Easy, very easy to score. Um, but I think I made a mistake. So Yoda with the objective skew is normally you want Yoda to kind of back up the barks just in case uh, a, a bark dies. Um, and so when that happened is I was I played a little bit. I'd like jumped Yoda in a little bit too early um, and I got him into a, a spot where like a whole activation like I had to get a melee and take a standby so that his ATSD is going to shoot me because I think Yoda had like two wounds left on him. Um, like, so there was a whole, whole turn where like Yoda did nothing, <laughs> um, which mm. was very, very unfortunate, yeah. but like, um, and then I, the next turn I came, moved Yoda in, and then I played the, uh, which the, the Chewy two pip. So I teleported Yoda to Chewy and unfortunately he got first, um, like, uh, he got first, he got priority that turn and then had his ATS to just blow up my Yoda. Cause I'm, I had to put Yoda kind of, mm-hmm in line of sight in order to get Yoda to take out the ATSD because I had to win by kill points at that point um, and I had to take out the ATSD and Yoda um, whiffed the roll and just got enough enough wounds through and Yoda then died and I was like well shoot I have Chewbacca and a Z6 squad and I think a few barks left and I was like mm-hmm. I don't know and then he has like this huge ATSD so uh, I think I set it up to where I could fire support um um, I could fire support a uh, um, Chewbacca's shot with the Z6 squad and thankfully I did that and I got three crits through which is what I needed I just needed three wounds and he rolled three blanks and I was like I won the game right there um, so came down to kill points um, there is a comment there was a one guy um, that I heard um, he was he was also running a very similar list to I, what I was, um, and he was like we were looking at the game up like and I being at the the top of the um, you know because your first thing is um, strength of schedule, but then it goes to kill points after that. I had out of everyone in the in the whole tournament, I had a, I had the most kill points killed, like through everything. So I think I had one thousand six hundred and seventy four. Um, kill points that I killed, which is three rounds. That's that's a lot. That's a lot. That's, that's a, a lot. lot. <laughs> so what, that was what do you super. Think was different because before you haven't killed this much, right? Like, do you think there was anything that you were actively trying to do differently? Anything about the circumstances that was forcing this? Um. Ugh. I think so the first two games with armor like I knew I had to take out the armor um, because they were just like those were the big centerpieces like for KP with the buses I was like I have to take out these buses because if I don't then like the they could maneuver the buses to like block the middle KP um, but so I, I know I had to do that but there was just opportunities where like I was like oh I could get an out of cover shot here with like a full boat um and that just it just worked out for me to where I then took out a unit. And then the other the other um, like the Blizzard Force one. Um, I, 
I don't I don't know like what was different. I think normally I think normally how I play is I play like they come to me and then like mm-hmm. I then have to like I then score everything. But how like turn zero set up is that like we tied on scores. So I was like, I have to kill stuff. Um, and I think going in like Hemden bombing run, I was like, I know I have to kill stuff because this is a very high possibility it's going to come to KP. So I focused a lot on like from Yoda and Chewie and the Z6 is um to then killing stuff um mm-hmm. and not just like playing defensively and just going for the objective um and so i think that's where like it like changed kind of how i was thinking is just because of the um just some of the playing like the third game i played i didn't kill as much stuff but we played um bombing run with advanced positions so i was like and I killed the bike like turn two before it even like got in. So that's good. No, no, no. I'm sorry. It was breakthrough. It was breakthrough uh, advanced positions. So I killed the bike okay. turn two. And then I had echo blocking because it was another blizzard force like fader triple bikes. And I had echo blocking because um, echo can take down a bike pretty easily. Um, so I had echo holding back the line. If like the bike's moving up, my echo can take it out. Um, so I don't think my opponent scored at all. And I was scoring three points right there. So like, but I didn't really focus on killing things. I was like, okay, focus on the Mm -hmm. objective. And that's just how turn zero lined up, which like how, when I'm playing the objective skew is that's how I want it to go is I want it to be like only coming down to, um, victory points and not kill points. Cause I think majority of the time, if it comes down to kill points, I'm going to lose. Um, Mm -hmm. just because like, I sacrifice my barks to die. I sacrifice um, like a a phase one to die. That's normally just how things go. And sometimes you have to put Yoda in like a difficult position to maybe if you're not super smart. I know there's there's some there's some scenarios where I feel like I have put Yoda in in a difficult position to where like I needed to score. But like, hey, he could die. But it was for the sole purpose of scoring the victory points. So it always came down to that. And just how turn zero lined up was um not the case like i think the the two blizzard forces like even with the five extra points of my bid so i had a, I had a six point bid um like i still ended up being red player i was like yes oh, do you shit. regret the, the dropping the saber i do i do for the bid like the bid doesn't sound like it helped you all that yeah it, it it didn't like um i think i yeah none of my games did it help in i don't think um so that was because like even the i was red player three out of the four games i played and i was like well i should have kept saber throw it um Mm -hmm. so now i know that you know i was so worried about tempest force because normally they can rock like around a four point pit or something um and i just didn't play tempest force if you were playing against me, you would have uh, gotten the bid and it might have been impactful. So, yeah, you, know, yeah, you yeah. never know with these things. It's hard to tell. It is. It yeah, is. There's a lot of a lot of armor in the meta. And I think you're you're a bit of a hipster with that saber throw on Yoda, but it does make a big difference. I thought I was. And then two of the other guys playing Yoda came and brought saber throw on their Yoda. I was like, where'd you guys? What? <laughs> trendsetter. Trendsetter. I was like, what? I want to circle back on something. I think. I think you're making a good point as far as recognizing in turn zero about that it's going to be a bloodbath and game that comes down to kill points. Yeah. Because, yes, ideally you don't want it to come down to kill points and you want to be winning in objectives with that sort of list. But the sooner you can recognize and pivot to, okay, this is going to be a game where I have to win on kill points, yeah. the better you're going to do. It's you know It kind of sounds obvious, but... It's it's all too easy to get to turn three, four, and be like, oh shoot, no, or even turn two. Sometimes it's too late, uh, and you realize, oh no, I, this is going to be a kill points game, and you might just be a little bit behind on positioning or on attrition, and it can be tough to claw back from that. Versus if you understand, it all comes back to turn zero. If you understand the game state, um, and you make that commitment early. It's going to set you up better, even if it's not usually what you would do, because you're planning for it from the outset, you're going to have a better time. 
Yeah, totally agree. And that's where like it like set me up to where I can position or take even take risks of like, you know, this this unit may lose some dudes, but I could wipe or lose a lot over there. Um, that's where like the point trade off comes at play a lot is like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to sacrifice my barks right here, but they're only 55 points. I can sacrifice them to take out an HRU or something, you know, um, where that's like 74 Used to be seventy four. It used to be like eighty four now. It's something else. Yeah, something. Uh, It's more than fifty five. I was, that's what I was surprised. I was surprised to see as much Blizzard as I did. Um, it's still I was like, good. It's still performing I, I, well. It is. It is. Um, I just know Tempest Force. There was one. There was a triple ATST list. That I was like, oh, I don't want to play this at all. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> thankfully, I didn't get to. Um, so. So that was um, round one and two. And then round three, I said a little bit earlier, breakthrough. I played Vader. I set I set him up to a position to where like he needed to sacrifice Vader in order for me to stop scoring. And that just worked out in my favor. So I took that um, three to zero. Um, and always then good. always good. And then the last one, um, the last one is where it got really interesting because I played. Um, so we're both undefeated, and this was the shadow round um, after the actual tournament. Um, and uh, my opponent was playing a uh, Anakin Padme list gunline with pikes. So Annie Padme, Capo, that whole shebang, and we got. Um, I believe it was hemmed in and hostage exchange. Okay, and I was that's blue player. One. I was blue player. So that's good. It was either. I, I think it was either recover. He had the choice of going recover or hostage exchange. So he went hostage exchange uh, because recover with hemmed in on my part is like really good. Um, Yoda, with Yoda Chewie, you're there turn one. Easily. Yeah, easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not just there. I'm playing the two pip. I'm in and out. Yeah, I'm yeah. like it's it's already in my deployment zone pretty much. Um so that was so set up to hostage which I'm like okay, Yoda on hostage. I'm feeling pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um the it set up to where um of course turn 2 um he plays Annie's I mean sorry, Padme's two pip and gets the other thing but what i was recognizing and seeing is that was like i'm blue player i need to win by either kill points or um stop him from scoring like that's just how it is so i recognized that he was taking this this unit back and like you know doing what the clone ball does it was a whole like wall fortress of clones and pikes i was like with my force, my forces, I cannot like penetrate this. Like there is no way I'm going to be able to do this like effectively. So I need to stop him from scoring. So I did. I, I probably debated about it for two minutes before I actually did it. Um, but I dove Yoda right in mm-hmm. um, while he had while he had still Anakin left to activate to force push. Oh boy! Oh yeah. boy! Oh boy! Indeed. Um, so I I dove Yoda in. And got, I stopped him from scoring, like stopped the the hostage from getting in, like diving in or moving in. Um, just with force pushes, just force pushing it back the opposite direction. Force pushed it back the opposite way and then like got into melee. Um, so like it would either, they forced Yodem out um, mm-hmm. or like withdraw. So you can only do one, one speed move, um, but got it to where, I think so what I did I did the, the trick where like you know because of course you're playing hostage exchange remember you cannot force push the hostage into you because mm-hmm. they cannot engage in melee but like they cannot start the engagement so I, I made the force push because I had to get some line of sight blocker into and like cohered some guys around and then like moved into those guys so they had to teleport the hostage even more back um, just because of snapping rules and everything um, so I did that and um of course, you know, he brings Anakin up, double moves and force pushes Anakin. And then Anakin is now, I mean, Yoda is now in the open and his whole army can shoot. And I was like, shoot. <laughs> but if he's shoot. not scoring. He, th- it's not scoring. So then it doesn't I, matter. I can't remember if it was at the start of that turn. I'm, I'm sorry, the end of that turn or the start of the next turn. Yoda dies. So I'm going into turn three. Yoda's dead. And I have. Mm-hmm. Chewbacca still in melee with um, 
which which we call it uh um the hostage and so my whole thing is like yoda's dead i just need to stop this my opponent from moving their hostage in to the deployment zone yeah that's all i need to do so i pivot my whole army and my whole army's going after that so if they're if they're moving there was like a there's like a, a firing lane in between like his own whole army was and where the hostage was so if someone would come in there like i would light him up like no you cannot get to your hostage so that was a super interesting game because Yoda's dead. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to win this. <laughs> like he still has Anakin, Padme, everything. Things line up, the stars align and I get Anakin. I get Padme dead. I get Anakin dead. All that's left for him is one phase one and like, um, and his pikes. Like, I think the Kappa's dead too. Um, I can't remember. Um, but at the end of the game, I'm like, I lost this game. Like it came down to kill points because eventually he did like the turn last turn. He got the hostage in and I think I beat him by like 80 kill points. Right. Because he basically clones, had to feed so much to try to. Yes. Get, like I lost all my barks. I think I I had all my clones left. That's all I had left was just my clones. Um, But the two Z6s, the rocket because the rocket was my hostage and then echo and that was that was my army like chewie was dead yoda was dead and to end up like clones are still expensive so thank god yeah. they're expensive because <laughs> yeah <laughs> it then won me the game so i was like that was probably the most like i probably sweat the most on that like hostage exchange game which was very um different than any of the hostage games i have played because i was i felt like i was on the back foot and i think i think mm-hmm. the big lesson i took away from that that i hope anyone else takes away is that like turn three you may like be like my biggest piece or my biggest two pieces are dead like there's no way i'm coming back but like I did, you know? Right. And so like there yeah. is a way to win and come back from that. I, I don't like telling people this, but yeah, definitely don't concede too early. Um, I've, I've, I don't like telling people that because I like it when people give me easy concessions when they can still win, but <laughs> right. There's it's, it's funny all the way, you know, we started the podcast almost a year ago at this point and it's hard to talk about, but I want, I like talking about, wind conditions and seeing wind conditions because it's super important to legion it's just very on an audio podcast and um it's it's very situational so it's hard to talk about but in this instance that's what we're seeing right you're the the heuristics you know the shortcuts we have it's like okay whatever i do i need to make sure that yoda stays alive but in this situation you need to see the wind condition and say hey if I actually want to win, I have to do this, which means maybe Yoda, almost certainly Yoda's getting sacrificed. Yeah. And it's counterintuitive, but that's what it takes to win. And I've seen it the other way too, where people have said, oh, um, if I can, you know, whatever, shoot their Yoda, then I can, you know, kill him. And then that must be good, right? When you can shoot someone's force user, uh, you're, you're probably in a good spot when that was not the win condition at all. So I think... To get to you know a good level of legion is learning that level of um, you know those shortcuts of hey these are the generally the good things to do protect your force user shoot an unprotected force user yada yada but to get to that great level is say is knowing when to break those patterns and to say yeah. hey to win the game I need to do X and whatever it takes I'm doing X and it, yeah it works out and mm-hmm. and sometimes it they work out good and sometimes you win and sometimes like the dice doesn't go your way or your opponent sees what you're trying to do and like reads it and pivots um yeah but yeah it it's a uh, i think seeing those win conditions and being like and then just going all in and not being conservative because no one wants no one wants to pick their units up off the board at all but it's like hey i may lose this unit but like i need like it's the end goal. Mm. It's kind of like it's it's like the Anakin play style. It's like, hey, they may die, but we're 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 going to win, you know. <laughs> so yeah, like Anakin in the Clone Wars, <laughs> not the not yeah. the actual game. So yeah, not the boring Anakin we have in League. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, as funny I, you mentioned not wanting to pick your units up off of the table. Perhaps that's a good transition then to talk uh, briefly about the other style of Yoda list. Yes, I uh, want to hear your Yoda gun line. Because 
so I guess we can probably bring it up, but I can just quickly read through it for the audio listeners. We've got Yoda with Force Push, Barrier, and Burst of Speed. Clone Commander, two RPS clones with Medics and Recon. Uh, a Boil clone in a Phase 1. Two full arcs, naked and, well, naked with the sniper and then um, strike team boil, or sorry, strike team echo, uh, also in the arc. So coming in at 8x, 797, so as I said, you would have beaten me with your bid. Um, Yeah, it's just a very durable list, Mm -hmm. which is very nice to have with big dice pools these days. And I think the, the... interesting thing for me was the RP- the inclusion of the RPS because initially I'd been running it with uh, Z6s no recons and the RPS was really good for two reasons or more than two reasons. I put it in there to help deal with armor which it helped with in my third game that I played I had to go against a double AAT list with four repair droids and was able to kill one of the AATs eventually through Where'd eight repairs That's um, an uphill battle <laughs> It, yep, yep. Um, but the other thing is I ended up being a lot more aggressive with my list than I was kind of expecting, right? I was thinking, hey, I've got a lot of range. A good part of this list is that I can be cagey. I can sit back with three snipers and aim sharing and just plink, plink, plink. But for different circumstances, I needed to really be aggressive. And having the RPSs with the recons helped a lot with that. Because basically in most deployments, a recon is Intel is going to be the difference between starting inside range four and starting outside range four on your opponent. So starting at range four means I can fire support. And we were talking a little bit about this before the cast about how, you know, you you tried to double RPS and not really liked it. And I think that makes a lot of sense in a Yoda Chewie list, especially when you just have you know, echo for your long range um, sniping options. But when you've got direct and, you know, the Yoda three pip, then you can do two fire support shots with arcs where you're adding a rainbow. It's pretty nice. Sharpshooter one, you know, at best or at worst, red, red, black, black, white, lethal one with sharpshooter is pretty good uh, in the KG when you're playing KG. Because, again, nothing's really hitting you that hard back at range four. Anything that could hit you at range four, you're dealing with. Because you've got mm-hmm. barrier, you've got boil, um, you've got dodge sharing on the Yoda 3 pip, and you've got impervious on your arcs. And if somehow the arcs fail a save, you've got clone medics. So it was actually really helpful for me when the Z6s, they wouldn't be doing anything there until they get into range three. So this helped me be very aggro. And so we kind of talked about that turn zero decision making. So for me, this really solidified and I kind of started realizing this in in my second game because I was playing against a Yoda, uh, not Yoda, a Boba triple sniper list. And I'm good, you know, I'm good at sniping, but against three high velocity snipers, if I'm playing KG down three acts, because I think it was an 11 act list. Oh, wow. um, I'm going to... I'm going to just slowly die. I'm just going to slowly lose my arcs and then I'm going to not have a lot left and you're just going to have to make a lot of plays. So it was a, and it was um, VAPS, right? So I can't, you know, if I trade down, I lose. So it was a very conscious attempt from, and again, you got to do it from turn zero a lot of the time to say, okay, I'm going to shove my entire army up as far as I can and I'm just going to take it to them and get ahead on the attrition really quickly. And the RPS are really good for that because it's just constant. You, you're at 8x. You don't care if you're losing activations due to fire support because you're already not going to be able to go last. Um, and the lack of mobility didn't really hurt me because you don't need to be move shooting like you would with the, a Z6 because that's what the arcs are for. The RPS are just to sit there, maybe generate some aims, fire support, you know, do the objectives but they don't need to be uh, move shooting. So cumbersome, whatever, who cares? And if someone does come to range three, that is a big fire support pool. It's almost, I would say, a better fire support pool as far as consistency, because I don't have a lot of surges to go around. But like six black and a red and white 
addition. It's 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 good. Yeah. It's really good. Because six white, you know, six white from um, a Z6 can spike, but I have so few surges that I want to save those for defense. So I think for me, that was a really good test as far as what does a Yoda gunline really look like? And it's more pedal to the metal than I would have expected. Um, even with all the defensive tech, it's not... I Maybe I think, you know, I'll get some more games in with it. I'm sure there are circumstances that are more cagey. But even in my game against the AATs, I was finding like, hey, if I sit back, you know, against AATs, they're high velocity again. They'll just burn you down uh, over time. So keeping it pedal to the metal is... It's using your defensive tech to get ahead on attrition, not to just sit back with all that defensive tech. Yeah, which I think I see that more and more in like Legion is over the past um, few seasons is that like a lot of like the competitive play was sitting back and plink, 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 get an act down. Okay, I've won the game or almost, but now it's like you're seeing a lot of range two dice pools. You're seeing big dice pools and it's like, no, I think like being aggressive and using again using that de- defense tech just to like keep your dudes alive with attrition, so that when you're still being more offensive, it it, it it's it's very impactful. Um, did you did you find yourself ever using like the arc like range two band or anything or yeah, just mainly I think it's range two sometimes. Yeah. The beauty of Yoda arcs is that um arcs are a great guidance target for a few reasons right you know relentless they can you can guidance them they can get an aim and attack but on the non-relentless turns you can pull them back towards your army if you overextend them you can pull them back and they'll generate an aim at the same time for the next guy to go forward which means you can be more aggressive trying to get that range three or range two band because you know, when normal units would activate and go, and then it's like, oh man, they're they're exposed, they're too far up. You just says, hey, no, come on back, guys. And hey, while you're at it, here's a name, arc number two, go forward. Now they have a shared name and their own name uh, that they can attack. So yeah, range two um, came up quite a bit because it's again just full full steam ahead. Now, did it actually help? I feel like a lot of the time when I got the range two band, it was just all blanks on the whites. But um, I'm sure, I'm sure there are instances. It always makes you feel better to roll a lot more dice, though, you know. So exactly gives you an an internal confidence boost, you know. (laughs) There's no reason not to in some in some circumstances. There's very much reason not to. Yeah. Um, But there's definitely times when you might as well because aim shooting or move shooting is the same when you're an arc trooper mm-hmm. and yeah the different versions so the version mike was rocking um just if people are interested had padme and less medics and he was i think he didn't even have burst of speed which i can understand i didn't really use it over the course of my games but i still like having that safety valve uh, he was doing more of a, a guidance, so the less the one of the least used force powers, not least used, but yeah, less used, um, because he had Padme there. So he's showing up what is usually a weakness on Yoda lists, which is the lack of surges. And now he's got Padme with reliable, making one every turn, and then guidancing her, force force guidance, force guidance to be fair, surge. yeah, 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 and then guidancing. For Heard quick, quick thinking and just wow, making yeah. super token battery. Oh, out of that turn three is like, I mean, go to three pip, you're rocking. Uh, oh, it's wild, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, four, four surges at least. Yeah, what? so somehow six, Mike eight, and four, eight, he, four he converted him to Yoda, but he played the boring version of Yoda where he just. <laughs> He's powered up Padme for half the game instead of doing the fun guidance tricks. Flashback to the eight act uh, Padme Yoda saber tank. Um, Yeah. Um, So So, one of the questions I want to ask is that Yoda, like mm -hmm. I like to use Yoda a lot, like aggressively and um, Yoda's kind of in your face or it's like if you're not dealing with Yoda, like and not just like keep him behind line of sight. Um, Did you ever feel like 
you like dove in Yoda like with his one pip or two pip um, or was it more like keeping him conservative using the barrier and just having force push there as a threat and maybe turn six you're moving in there to like do a point or something yeah for sure. it was definitely a lot more of the latter it's it's a list where it's all built essentially to make the arc troopers shine and do the best that they can do and oh, by the way, if you wanted, if you want some tricks, I've got Yoda. Um, but it's Yoda's not necessarily the star of the show, like he is in a, a Yoda Chewie list. He's still doing great, fun Yoda things. Guidance is still incredibly useful and pivotal. especially with someone with tactical, like very mm-hmm. good. Yeah, yeah, and just getting the objectives done. It still makes you know he's still great at the objective deck uh, in a way that Anakin can't. Or, or isn't at least um, but he's not if, if there's an opportunity to dive great but often it's not oh, I'm happy just kind of sitting back and canceling two hits a turn and helping someone out with a guidance nothing feels better for me than when someone gets you know seven hits past cover and it's share two dodges block two with force barrier you know guardian one and you're rolling you know to, or that's probably nothing if if there, I said six seven pass cover that's maybe not realistic seven hits total then yeah two away for cover two dodges two barrier boil I've seen people do the um, another variant you can explore is a P two for boil because that gives you protector and a surge um a yeah exactly and an extra yeah. surge. It's very expensive. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, very expensive for a guardian unit. That's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so not not quite for me. I can see the appeal, but for me, hey, if the high velocity snipers are getting a, a few crits through and overwhelming the barrier, that's what that's why I have medics. Right? They can heal yeah. back the or or impervious just does its thing. That's true. You, know, the, you do have it, impervious. When you've got double surging, or when you've got surging red dice, you know, two, if one, one pierce one comes through, your chances are 44% that you're just going to save both, assuming you have uh, the necessary surges available. So that's, that's pretty good. Which, what, you're rocking three surges a turn, not including the three pip with the clone commander? Yeah, exactly. With the clone commander. You go up to five if you guidance the clone commander. Yeah. Uh, usually you're not. Would you find yourself guidancing? So you, you just said you're not going to... You're more guidancing for movement and less for, like... Almost, yeah. Service. Usually doing it for movement. Maybe once in a while doing it for an objective. Um, I would say, as someone who has some reps with Yoda, but a lot of reps with Force User Gunline, this is, you know, a, a really good entry point. I'd say If you're wanting to get into Yoda... If you want to get into Yoda and you're, you know, more of like a speeder, maybe Blizzard Force player, I'd say probably your list is the way to go. I think both yeah. still have a lot of legs these days. I agree. Um, now, what would you say to someone who's like mainly, mainly they've done Anakin or like they've done like a Force user gunline, but they want to like try this out, try Yoda out. They've always heard that like, oh, Yoda's like he's really hard piece, but he's pretty good. How would you like? How would you encourage someone to like? Like, what would you say to that person? Um, I think the big thing is just seeing what guidance opens up. That, especially here, because Yoda's not diving as much, um, the big part of his kit that you're going to be utilizing, other than Force Barrier, is the guidance. So just seeing... It's such a simple ability, but it's unlocked so much that is usually not available. And I think we've talked about this before on our was our force user deep dive one of our very early episodes. Um, we did our key keyboard on guidance, but it it's mind breaking at times. It's what makes Yoda such a pain to go against because things happen where you're like, oh right, that's possible now. Mm-hmm. I, you know, we talked a bit earlier about you have these heuristics as far as you know. Here's what to expect. Here's what usually happens. And Yoda just flips that around because kind of it's kind of like giving a lot of people, anyone who needs it, um, 
Juyo Mastery, where they get three actions all of a sudden. Yeah. And I can it's, see that. Uh, it's spicy. So I'd say yeah. learn the guidance, the rest of it, it eh, will come. Especially if you're used to force users, you're going to be used to holding a guy back and then finding the opportune moment to dive. Yoda's even a bit easier, honestly, because when he dives, you know, you can burst of speed on his two pip and blast two guys while you while you're at it which yeah. a lot of force users aren't doing yeah yeah i always try to like whenever i have yoda activation or even at the start of the turn is like hey how can i like position myself or like this unit better while utilizing guidance and not just like oh i'm gonna double move or like move mm-hmm. and dodge with yoda it's like oh no 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 like how can i utilize guidance to better yeah. like for me it's like better equipped or better like further the objective along and like probably for you it's like how can i like either keep my guys alive or like um like put them in a better position to attack like Mm -hmm. that turn yeah you're really you know you're you're spending 200 points on yoda like that's how he's making those points a lot in the early turn yeah and it's making up it's doing a lot of heavy lifting for being at eight activations and just being tough as heck is doing a lot of you'll you'll even up the activations fast if Mm -hmm. if you're aggressive yeah you know like a a fire support of echo with an rps into a mortar is gonna one shot it sometimes not super reliably in heavy cover but it can happen um and then for this list specifically the version i was running uh, if someone was looking to play it, I would say as well, just get reps to practice the spacing. Yeah. Because there's a lot of things just, okay, got to be in range one of this guy, got to be in range one here. You really, it takes the blob to a whole new level because you really got to blob up because there's so many range one effects while you're also trying to be very mobile. So a lot of cohering backwards and everything. Um, so it, for me, it was definitely, yeah, game one. I was just taking mental notes constantly of, oh, mess that up. Okay, mess that up. I need to keep these guys closer, these guys closer, that sort of thing. All right. And this is where practice comes into play. Like, mm-hmm. it helps. Yeah, it does. It does. And don't be like Matt and practice at a tournament. <laughs> hey, this was a tournament practice for a different tournament. So it's that's acceptable. Fair. That's, fair. Yeah. that's fair. That's fair. I just end up going to. I did, I did do Tell Me the Odds, and this is an Echo Fire support. I'm sorry. This mm-hmm. is not an echo. This is a non-echo fire support. Okay. Uh, with two aims. So this is a three pip, or if you have another aim, and then two surges. Um, you're reliably doing into red saves, average three wounds, if not two. So between two to three. But in heavy cover. Uh, in heavy light. cover. In heavy down yeah. to light. So you're making your opponent roll four dice. Yep. Most of the time. Now, if it was just echo and that um then it's it's just a lot better odds of it being and that's minutes. assuming you're, you're spending one of those aims for uh for pierce there uh yeah Ooh, no oh. no that's so that's like a three pip turn so that's like your turn yeah. one fire support um if you're if you're if you're just one aim um the aim for moving um tactical it's, you're it's reliably getting two but yeah, if you, you want to still... one shot like a, a mortar, you kind of need to do it on average. You need to get four past cover, which means you go full boat five for five and then pierce one. So it's not super likely as yeah, a reliable yeah. thing. But I mean, what I, I this so this is for Echo. It's what so out of what 10,000 times two wounds is 6,800. Three wounds is I'm sorry. Two wounds is 3,800 three wounds is 3,600. So they're still pretty close. It's like a, it's a 50, 50 chance if you're going three or two. That's like a, that's like a one in three times that you're just going to pop it in this very specific circumstance. For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. The big thing, you're going to dish out more damage at range than they are in most circumstances. I agree. And if if they're going to dish out more damage at range, that's when you make the call and say, "Okay, uh, time to to go for it and just mm-hmm. dive." Yeah. yeah, that's two different approaches with Yoda, and I think yeah, it can be two very successful approaches with Yoda. Almost like he's good 
Yeah. It's like we've been about how good Yoda is for a long time. And I think this, like, out of all the characters that, like, I think Yoda, like, can do these two different archetypes very where, well, where, where, like, other characters like Anakin, it's not, he kind of only thrives in one archetype. Um, I, I mean, there's been good Anakin bark lists and Anakin gunline lists. He just I does mean, the same yeah, thing. It's the same thing. I'm just like, I, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. put those, like, like S tier. You know, mm-hmm. like I think Yoda could do both of these effectively S tier, where yeah. not everyone can. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. 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 And it's just fun to play. It's it one of the funner lists I've been playing in a in a long time. Good. So I'm glad. It quite a bit. It's not Dark Troopers. <laughs> so hey, Dark Troopers are fun for we're fun for one person. Yeah. So yeah you want to talk about not taking models off the board for yourself? <laughs> yeah, Dark Troopers were great for that. Oh man, are, are they doing good now? Are they still doing good? No, I don't think they're doing good just anymore. Be- but maybe, maybe people are too scared. Or know. maybe it's because like everyone's bringing armor, or like everyone thinks everyone's bringing armor because of Tempest Force. So it's like, oh, they're bringing armor skew, so that does not help Dark Troopers. Yes, yeah, Darks have a problem of uh, dying to Im- armor anti mass anti armor, yeah. but also not bringing mass anti-armor themselves yeah so they have some really rough matches yeah because if they go against tempest force like they're gone <laughs> they're dead they're, yeah they yeah they just can't because yeah. like impact four almost every turn like mm-hmm. they're taking impact yeah so yeah it's not good well, not well good. that's our that's our yoda episode i had a green light mm-hmm. here to represent you oh for yoda. So, um, yeah there you go very nice <laughs> absolutely so yeah um any any final thoughts, Matt? No, no. Just just what we said before. Learn guidance if you want to be uh, be an expert at Yoda. I'm still learning. Guidance and win okay. condition. That's, I think those yeah. are the two takeaways. Yes, yeah. For yes. If, whatever you're playing, just always be thinking: What do I actually have to do to win the game? And then how can I use guidance to accomplish to, to that? get there? Yeah. yeah. What does that open up? <laughs> that is it. There you go. Him. Well, thank you so much for listening to the Bombad Generals. We hope that you have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Keep using guidance and keep being. Wait, stay. Oh shoot! It's been so long <laughs> since we did it. Keep. Stay winning and stay gung, and there we go. This has been the Bombad Generals. Listening to Bombad Generals is not scientifically proven to make you a better Legion player. Side effects may include bad dice rolls, missed figures, aim losses, bankruptcy, divorce, vomiting, and sudden death. Ask your doctor if Bombad Generals is right for you.